You know, there's a lot of doomsday sayers that are out there. And so it's time that we talk to the author of Doom Busters. Eight end time myths debunked. Bob Fraser, have you ever been frightened by current events or prophecies? I mean, you think about what's gone on in, in, uh, in France yesterday. Um, you hear about all these end times things. But you, I mean, usually we chuckle at them, do we not? But maybe some of you are concerned, legit concerned. Oh, I'm all of a sudden I'm in the homie mode here. Uh, for the future. Well, today we are bombarded by a constant stream of bad news, advancing darkness and dire prophecies. Many believe that uh, the Bible confirms that we have a dim future on earth. Uh, most Christians have put all their hope in the afterlife. But have they uh, given up too soon? With a clear-minded and fact-based approach, Robert Fraser shares a refreshing big-picture perspective on the biblical and historical trajectory of the earth. Fraser not only draws on, uh, on scripture, uh, but also on his extensive expertise in science, economics, and history to unravel eight common end times myths at root at the root of this uh, hopeless view. So find uh, new courage and inspiration to engage your earthly assignment. Welcome to A Bright Future. Go ahead, step into the light. Are we doomed? Well, it might be time to bust some myths. The book, uh, the website for the book is Doombuster Book. Sorry, Doombuster's Book. Uh, Doombuster'sBook.com, and we are speaking with Bob Fraser. Bob, how are you today? Hi, Drew. Good to be here. You don't know that yet, man. You know, you, you could be in deep trouble with this interview. <laughs> True. Especially how it started. Uh, listen, Bob, um, well, overall, like, I guess when someone comes out with a Doombusters book, you know, busting the end times myth, I, I would like to know what angle they're coming at and what their theological bent is. So how would you describe your, your theological bent? Well, I, I basically grew up uh, evangelical, and so my, my basis is uh, pretty much, I think, pretty standard for an evangelical Christian, um, and uh, but I just, over the, over the years, you know, it really started when my son came to me and said, after hearing some of his end times teachings, and said to me, Dad, um, I don't want to have children, because they're just, you know, there's no hope for the future, and uh, something went off in me, it's like I realized, you know, that the, the Kool-Aid I was drinking maybe wasn't, there's something wrong with it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so, so my my background is basically evangelical Christian, and my theology is you know what I would call you know uh, apostolic premillennialism. Uh, Whoa, what does that mean? I would agree with most most. That sounds hold on. That sounds like an order at Starbucks. What does that mean? Well, it means that Jesus hasn't come yet a second time. Where he, he we expect him to come. We expect him to set up a kingdom, a literal kingdom on planet Earth. So that the Bible is pretty much the literal word of God, and um, you know, like that. Okay, so uh, let's get right into some of the some of the things that have hit the news in the last little bit. First of all, blood moons. Um, what kind of predictions are people making about blood moons? Are they not tied into some end times stuff? Well, I mean, there's a huge amount of books sold on this. It was, you know, I think. Uh, Two million books sold in just uh, 2014 of the, uh, uh, you know, the, the main book that was, you know, warning us of what was coming here, and um, so you saw. I mean, you saw. You know, and I basically I went out with a video and said, "What's going to happen?" You know, this fall, and I said, "Nothing is going to happen." You know, a little bit risky. <laughs> you never know, but, but 
nothing happened. And, well, the good, the good uh, news know, is if you're wrong when you say nothing happened because something happened, people would be more focused on the thing that happened than the fact that you said nothing would happen. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So maybe it's not that risky after all. Not maybe at I'm all. smarter no. than I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go you with know, that. So <laughs> it's been one, one, uh, one disaster, you know, prophecy after another from economic collapse. I mean, it, you know, it goes way back. Actually, you know, I looked at the history of this thing and, you know, you've seen anti in world end of world predictions, you know, since 500 um, AD, um, and you know, go back to the population bomb. You remember this one? Uh, you know, if you're around in the the 60s, it it caused incredible fear on the planet. Uh, and you know, I was just looking at an interview by Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who was one of the Supreme Court justices in America quoting, basically saying that the fear of overpopulation was one of the driving factors behind the Roe v. Wade legalization of abortion. Um, it's just a huge amount of fear in the planet. To Y2K, uh, again, you know, you know, hopefully, you know, you survived Y2K. Hmm. I did. Um, to economic collapse, dollar collapse, bankruptcy, 1995, you know, you seen these books, the great oil, oil, uh, peak oil. There's one disaster after another and uh, that have all been wrong, and, and Christians should be right in the middle of it. Uh, there seems to be a lot of bad stuff happening in our world. Should we be concerned? Absolutely. I mean, you know, obviously there's a, there's a lot of challenges, a lot of issues, you know, um, and uh, you know what happened in Paris yesterday is a, is a great example of, of tragedies, and uh, and we we should definitely be concerned. Um, but one of the points I make in the book, and and I am a scientist and uh, engineer by training, I've looked at every single long term trend that I can find data on over a hundred years, and it's been you know many hundreds of these things, and I've found all of them show improvement in the planet. So the big picture is that. We, you know, things are working. We're finding answers. There's solutions. I mean, case in point, slavery is is being eradicated from 250 years ago. It was it was the norm. It was it was the way things were done. To uh, liberty again, hundred just to, just since 1800, I think 12 percent of the world population lived in free societies. Today, it's 53 percent. So we're, the big picture is things are working. Things are getting better. Um, but what happens, the doomsday view makes people bunkerize, makes people, you know, hunker down rather than be activists, rather than be influencers. And uh, so, so I'm really, I, I really, uh, I think the doomsday view is, is very negative as far as its influence on the planet. Um, so instead of standing against evil, instead of improving the world, we actually uh, stand by and kind of cheer it on because we think this is what, you know, Jesus is looking for and what we should expect as things, uh, as time progresses. Are there any other so, group of people out there that are as end timesy, that are as doomsday, end of the worldy, these are all real words, uh, as the Jesus people? Probably the environmentalists. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but any other religious group, do you think? Or do the Jesus people pretty much corner the market when it comes to the end is nigh? You know, pretty much. I have studied the uh, Islamic uh, religion uh, quite a bit, 
and there is there is a fair amount of of doom there as well. Right, but, but generally, I think I think Christians have nailed it. You okay. know, we've, we've kind of cornered the market. So if if that's the case, and there is a verse in the Bible that says no one will ever know when the end is going to come. No one will ever know when Jesus is going to return. Kind of thing. There are verses that say no one will know. So why do Christians right. walk around? looking like they know, or acting like they know, or thinking that they know. Right. Well, then you're making my point. And, uh, you know, and it really began with this guy named Darby, John Nelson Darby, who was a British theologian teaching in the mid-1800s, who taught, the idea was that we, we couldn't know the day or the hour, but because things are going to continually get worse, the worse things get, we can predict that he's going to come. And so, and it was popularized in the Schofield Study Bible, and uh, and became kind of this de facto view for Christians to look for how bad things are as a sign that mm. Jesus was coming back. Okay, uh, Bob Fraser, he's the author of Doombusters: Eight End Time Myths Debunked. Well, it might be a good question to ask this, Bob. What are the eight end time myths? Well, the first is that the end is to be feared. Um, you know, uh, the second is that the world is only growing darker, and, uh, you know, I've talked to a couple of those things. Uh, the the third is that the kingdom of God is losing, so, you know, it's all, it's getting worse. Right, so that would be the Starbucks coffee cup uh, illustration. Exactly, exactly. Everything is, the kingdom of God is losing. Christians are doomed to be completely overwhelmed, and the kingdom of God is doomed to completely be basically trampled. Um Myth number four is a system will utterly collapse, and uh, that we we should expect some, you know, post-apocalyptic world order to happen before Jesus comes. And and when Jesus said, he said it'll be like the like the like the days of Noah and Lot. People were eating, drinking, marrying, giving in marriage, buying, selling, building, and planting. So he's clearly saying normal life is going on at the time. Yeah. So again, there's just, it's just there's just some myths that honestly get in the popular culture and the popular mind that are simply not in the Bible. So the the fifth is that the planet Earth is is going to be completely destroyed; it has no future. When in fact Jesus is coming back, he says he'll rule planet Earth. Um, the sixth is that the Antichrist is all powerful, and I point out that he has limited reach and power. Seventh is that America is doomed for her sins. You know, maybe you're well, that's true. this one. Being that's true. Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, everybody knows, you know. <laughs> America is doomed for her sins. And, uh, you know, you get great people like, you know, Franklin Graham and others calling for America's judgment. And uh, and I just don't agree. I mean, if, if, if God, you know, was merciful to Sodom and Gomorrah and would have spared them for, for, for ten righteous people, how come America is doomed for nine unelected judges and the judges you know decisions they make hmm. you know so i point out that you know that america is not it's not all bad the news isn't all bad we're seeing we've seen abortions drop by 66 percent of people realize this in america we we're seeing america is one of the most believing nations in the earth as far as uh the per- the popular percentage of population that believe i think it's 76 percent of americans in the two 2012 poll by Pew, uh, Pew Research, 76% of Americans said they believe they will stand before the judgment seat of God, um, and 76% said believe uh, believe that uh, prayer is an important part of their daily life. Hmm. So, um, 
you know, it's, you know, America's a flawed nation. There's no question, but it's also a great nation. And to say that there's no hope for America is simply, you know, you know, I just don't think you can say that. Right. Right. Okay. Well, folks, uh, the book is called uh, Doombusters, Eight End Time Myths Debunked. It's really hard to say on radio. Doombusters, Eight End Time Myths Debunked. The website, uh, doombustersbook.com, doombustersbook.com. Bob Fraser is the author, and that's who we've been chatting with right there. Bob, I I, uh, I find this to be an interesting topic, and I I, uh, I look forward to uh, to hearing... I guess, you know, how your book is received. And uh, have you had any uh, pushback or people, uh, I don't know, uh, calling you or sending you emails telling you that you're going to hell or something? <laughs> yeah, and I kind of expected it, you know. You know, it's it's a really kind of a lightning rod topic, you know. And uh, the biggest pushback was the environmental crowd. Yeah. And, uh, and the young people today are very passionate, including Christians, are passionate about the environment, and I, I applaud that. Uh, um, so, you know, the the pushback was that I'm I'm underestimating, you know, these challenges and and uh, this kind of thing. But there's there's always been challenges, and there always will be challenges. At the same time, we we're seeing we're seeing things improving, you know, uh, in the planet at pretty much every level. Hmm. All right, man. Well, listen, I wish you the best, Bob. Thank you for being uh, on our show again. The website is doombustersbook.com, doombustersbook.com. I hope you have a great weekend. By the way, do you have a bomb shelter? Yeah. Me? No. Okay. I'm just checking. Just wanted to see how serious you take take all this. All right, man. Good to chat with you, Bob. Thanks. Thanks. Good to be with you, Drew. All right. Bye-bye. Bob Fraser on The Drew Marshall Show. Right, right on. Right on.